0: How are you? My name is Michael Williams, Pro90D founder and speech coach. If you are in the job market today, then you already know how important it is to have excellent communication skills, especially in today's job market. Now what do I mean? Well, major companies are laying off thousands, even tens of thousands of people, right? Just like you. So what does that mean for the job market? It's infusing more people out into the job market and it's infusing more qualified people. So who are the people who get the new jobs, who get the few jobs? People who can clearly communicate, clearly, smoothly, and confidently communicate their value. They can smoothly, clearly, and confidently articulate their thoughts and answer the questions. Who are the people who get to keep their jobs? Who are the people that get promotions? Not the people who are necessarily the most qualified or competent, but the people who are the best communicators. You've seen this before. You've seen people who are highly competent. In fact, you're probably one of them, highly competent. And you've seen other people perhaps get promoted before you or faster than you. And it's not because they're smarter. It's not because they're more competent it might be because they know someone right but it's also because or probably it's because they're able to communicate well so what we're going to be looking at today are four ways very very simple ways that you can use to overcome nervousness anxiousness and boost your self-confidence in meetings interviews and or presentations. This stuff is going to be very simple but very powerful. We've simplified it down to four basic things that you can do. Okay, And that's what we're going to be looking at today. So the first thing, and again, I know that you've heard this before, but I can't say how important it is for you to understand the power of each of these ways in helping you reduce, and in some cases, eliminate nervousness and boost your confidence. And so this first way has to do with breathing. Yes, that's right. Something as simple as remembering to breathe. So what do we mean? And then we're going to show you an exercise, and we're going to show you a modified exercise. When we talk about breathing, we're talking about being able to control your breathing, number one. Reminding yourself that you need to breathe more frequently and more deeply. More frequently and deeply. Now, why is this important? It's important because what tends to happen is when you get in a situation where you start to feel nervous or anxious, your breathing can become shallow. You will not breathe as frequently as you should, and you may not breathe as deeply as you should. And what will also happen is your amygdala begins to take over that fight-or-flight reaction. And it begins to take over. And when that takes over, again, your breathing gets more shallow. Some people start to sweat. But here's something else that happens. Your thinking brain, your prefrontal cortex, begins to almost shut down to a degree. That is, you're not able to access thoughts that you have information that you have, your thoughts start to become cloudy because your body now is saying, or your brain is saying, hey, we don't have time to analyze this. We don't have time to think about this. We need to jump into action, right? And so that action is all of a sudden your breathing gets shallow and you're ready to to freeze, to fight, or to flight, right? To leave, to, to flee. So to counter this, to counter this, one of the things that you are going to want to do is breathe remind yourself to breathe and we'll give you some very specific situations in which you should breathe and how you should breathe But one of the things we're going to do now is go over uh, something called the 777 breathing and we're going to talk about a little bit diaphragmatic breathing and we're going to go over a modified version of the 777 We're going to take one of the sevens out so this first one is important to do and we're gonna mainly focus on what you can do when you're in that meeting, when you're in that interview, when you're doing the presentation, right? Because there's lots of stuff you can do to prepare, but I wanna talk about what to do when you're there. So when you are, for example, in a meeting and you first start talking, or you're in an interview or presentation, it's very important for you to make sure that you're breathing mostly in through your nose and out through your mouth, and that you're breathing more frequently than you usually would, and that you're breathing deeper than you usually would. So to help you, you can actually do seven seven sevens, or seven seven. A lot of people do these, lots of my clients have told me to do it just before the meeting, or sometimes in the meeting when someone else is talking, they do some seven seven sevens. So what this means is that you're going to breathe in through your nose at a count of seven. And what many people do is they breathe in too fast. they breathe out too fast and then they don't have enough air you want to learn to control your inhalation control your inhalation and your exhalation so you're going to breathe in through your nose for a count of seven like so still had some breath left and that's okay. So what you're doing is you're going to slow your breathing down. Now some people may not be able to get to seven initially, so go to three, go to five, go to seven. You're going to breathe in slowly through your nose for a count of seven. Then you're going to hold. That's what you saw me do when I did this. You're going to hold for a count of seven and then you're going to release for a count of seven. Okay? All right. Now. What this does is this relaxes you. So I want you to try this on your own right now. I'm going to count, breathe in through your nose only at a count of seven. So go as slow as you can. When I do this, I'm going to say hold for a count of seven, and I'm going to say release for a count of seven. Ready? Okay, begin. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, hold, one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Release through the mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. If you have some more air, just let that out. So you might even be able to breathe out for a count of 10 or 12, even, right? And that's okay. Now, let me show you a modified version of this that you can do again in meetings, just before meeting, interview, presentations breathe in for a count of seven and then release no holding so you're just gonna right and then I just allow the rest of the air to go up now you can't just do this once need to do it at least a few times. So I'd say anywhere from three to five to seven times. Once is probably not enough. So try to do it three times, five times, seven times, as many times as you want. Practice this throughout the day. But when you're in that meeting, or you're just about to go into that meeting or presentation interview, do at least the seven-seven. At least the seven-seven. If not the seven-seven-seven. Either one's fine. Either one's fine. You don't have to do the seven-seven-seven. Just do the seven-seven or do a 5-5, right? Or do a 3-3, but breathe. Now, let's talk a little bit about diaphragmatic breathing. So, you're going to put your hand on your chest and put the other hand on your stomach. And what you're going to do is not what I just did there. You're going to, when you inhale, you're going to feel your stomach like a balloon go out a little, expand a little, right? So you're going to breathe slow, release so your chest shouldn't be moving that much might move a little it shouldn't be moving that much your diaphragm in here sh- you should feel your stomach expanding a bit so you'll notice when you try it you're going to have to breathe in slow because if you breathe in too fast you won't get to a count of 7 so you let your diaphragm expand right let your diaphragm expand slowly as you're breathing in. This controls your breathing, lowers your heart rate, right? Lowers your heart rate. Because you know, when you get nervous or anxious, bam, 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 it's going to slow your heart rate down, right, to a manageable level. And it's going to relax you and it's going to allow you to continue to think clearly. So either the 777 or the 77 Try to do diaphragmatic breathing. Remember, do this several times. You can do it uh, in the meeting, in the interview, uh, right before the presentation, or if there's a break or whatever. You want to do this because it will help you keep a clear mind. And that will help you articulate your thoughts, right? Cle- smoothly, clearly, and confidently. It will help you feel more relaxed, feel more confident, and project that to whomever is is listening to you or watching you, right, or whoever you are speaking with. So let's take a look now at this next one. Extend your words, stretch your words, elongate your words. This helps you manage your pace, right, your flow. This is very important because this helps you also stay relaxed but this gives you control over your speech and it helps you slow your pace down. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, one of the reasons that you want to slow your pace down is because an automatic reaction for many people in one of these speaking situations is to do what? To speed up. It's to speed up. And even though you think you're going slow, you're probably going faster than what you should. Even though you think you might be speaking at a normal rate, you're probably going faster. And when you start speaking fast, and then you start stumbling over your words, and if you're feeling anxious, right, if you're feeling nervous or anxious, usually you're gonna speed up. You're gonna wanna hurry up and get it out or hurry up and get through it. Or you're gonna feel like they're rushing you, right? Like, "Mm, okay, and then you're gonna wanna speak fast. And what that's gonna do is cause you to feel more nervous. And then that amygdala is gonna take over And you're going to start to go cloudy and start to repeat yourself and start to be all over the place. And so you're not going to confidently, (laughs) smoothly and clearly articulate your thoughts, right? I've seen this happen so many times. So one of the things that you're going to want to do, especially when you first start speaking, and I did this, I'll give you an example. Is you're going to want to extend those first several words or extend your words for the first minute or so. Go slow. I remember several years ago, I volunteered to uh, give a testimony for a coaching program that I was in, and then I volunteered to do a little workshop. And there were several hundred people in the audience, I believe. And this was not my first time doing it, I had done it several times over the years. And I remember. My heart, now this was after I was a speaker. This is after I was a professor, after I was a preacher, a workshop leader. So I love speaking, no problems. Just love it, right? Did it a lot for all kinds of audiences. Even one time did it in Spanish. My Spanish is not that great. But when I did this, my heart was pounding. I could feel it. So I started doing a breathing exercise, probably something more like the 7-7. Just breathing in slow and breathing out slow, I just kept doing that to lower my heart rate, right? And to slow my breathing down and to gain control over my, and then when I got up to speak, I spoke slowly, I extended my words, extended my words, and I paused, not super long pauses, but I paused, so I breathed, and I extended my words. And even though I did that, afterwards, there were a couple of us there in the audience, people coming up to me and said, you know what, I love the way you took your time. And even though you didn't speak fast, you held our attention. You held our attention because I also inflected and I emphasized and I used body language and I enunciated, I like to call it articulated, right? So just because you're speaking slow doesn't mean you can't have impact, doesn't mean you can't hold their attention. Don't let anyone fool you. Don't let your brain fool you and say, no, you can't do that. Uh, you got to hurry up and get through with this. Even if you have to hurry up, you can be concise but go slower. So here's the key. Go slower than what you think you should. Go slower than what's comfortable for you. Okay? Because I guarantee you, you're going to think you're going slow, but you're not. So you have to go slower than what you're comfortable with. And when you're going that slow, as long as it doesn't sound super weird like I am speaking like of course you don't want to speak like that but what you can do is speak like this you can start your interview or your presentations oh thank you so much it's wonderful to meet you sure that's a great question give me a second just to think right or it's great to see everyone here today My name is Michael Williams, and we're going to have a great time. So notice how I'm not doing every word super slow, but I'm going slow. I'm extending my words, and I'm pausing, and I'm breathing. You can hear me breathe sometimes, right? Because I need that power. I need that energy. So extend your words helps you control pacing and the flow of your speech. It helps you keep control of your speech. It helps you to feel more relaxed, believe it or not. It feels relaxing when you extend your words. So here's a couple of tips. Remember, go slower than what you feel comfortable. Start out speaking slower, but make sure that you also inflect. These are proactive speaking skills. Make sure you inflect and emphasize and use body language so it doesn't sound uh, boring or monotone or monotonous. Okay. so extending your words, slow down, maintain control, speak smoothly. This next one, very, very important, self-talk helps you stay aware of what you're thinking in the moment and how you're feeling, and it also helps you direct your actions. So you tell yourself, slow down, take your time, I don't have to rush. I can take my time and say what I want. Keep repeating yourself. And yes, you do have enough brain capacity to remind yourself of this even while you're speaking. Like I just did it right there. Even while you're speaking. So I just said, take your time. Not that I need to now, but I was just practicing. So try it. If you can, try reminding yourself to slow down and take your time. So say something, if you can. Say something and pause. And in that pause, or in the background, Tell yourself, slow down, relax, take your time. You don't have to rush, right? You can do it while you're speaking. You can do it while you're speaking. And also while you're doing that, or actually not while you're doing that, but I want you to say these affirmations and self-talk aloud and extend your words while you're doing it. Extend your words while you're doing it. So I'll give you an opportunity to practice that in just a moment. But one of the other things that you're going to want to do with this self-talk and affirmations is you're going to want to try to be more aware, right, more mindful of what's going on in your own mind, but also being present. What do I mean when I say present? What I mean is that you don't want to allow yourself to get distracted by a whole bunch of different things. Who's there? Who's judging you? I hope I don't mess up. So you're just thinking about all those things or thinking about, oh, well, I messed up in the past, so I might get stuck on this word or, oh, uh-oh, here comes that word. I usually get stuck. Now, you want to learn how to be present. So let me give you an exercise for that. Do some 7 seven, sevens. doesn't matter if it's 3-5 or 7. I'd say do at least 5-7. to seven. Relax. Or even a 7-7, seven, seven, right? Relax yourself down. You can keep your eyes open or you can close your eyes. In fact, you can do both. And I want you just to observe what's going on around you. The sounds, the sights, what do you see, what's happening, what do you hear, what do you smell, what do you taste, what do you feel, where are you sitting, where are you standing, what does that feel like? I want you just to observe what's going on around you. And when your mind begins to roam and start thinking about what you're eating for dinner, you got a meeting, this happens, just gently bring it back to your senses and allow yourself to observe what's going on with as many of your senses as you can. Practice this on a daily basis so that you can learn to almost empty your mind and just be present. Now here's how you can use this. You're in a meeting, you're in an interview, presentation even. You empty your mind of everything else except for the person that you're talking to and listening and not thinking about Right or anticipating what you want to say. You just open your mind, empty your mind, soak in what they're saying, and trust that you'll be able to respond with the response that you want, that you need. So you want to be present when you're in a conversation, when you're in a meeting, when you're in a presentation. We have something called Vic or Rick. Um, you'll learn that inside the program, but it helps you to stay focused on the needs of that audience and on giving them something of value on, making sure you're holding their attention, on making sure that you're clear. That's the Vic and Rick, right? Making sure that what you're saying is relevant to them. So you're keeping your mind focused on that as opposed to other things. Now, here's a couple of affirmations or self-talk affirmations you can tell yourself. I don't have to rush. I can take my time and say what I want to say. I don't have to rush. Now, if you don't like that negative I don't, but for many people, it's actually empowering. For some people, you don't like the negative. They always say, well, you need to say your affirmations and affirm it. That's generally true, but this is one of those times where you can say, I don't have to rush. I can take my time and say what I want to say. Or you can just say, I can take my time and say what I want to say. I can take my time, I can take my time and say what I want to say. You can do that over and over and put the emphasis on different words. You can also say, I don't really care who's present, I'm taking my time and saying what I want to say the way that I want to say it, okay? So by telling yourself this, what you're doing is you're taking back the power because sometimes you look and you see who's present and you start getting anxious or nervous. And so by saying you don't really care who's there, you're still going to take your time and say what you want to say you actually start to feel a little bit more confident right and how do i know because i've had people use these affirmations and self-talk and this is exactly how they felt okay so very important to be aware of what you're thinking and how you're feeling to direct your actions slow down take your time you don't have to rush you can say you or you can say i I don't have to rush I'm gonna take my, i don't really care who's here i don't care if the president's here i'm going to take my time and say what i want to say This can reduce your nervousness, boost your confidence in a meeting, in an interview, in a presentation. Just being aware and talking to yourself, right? You got to do it over and over, not just once, okay? So keep that in mind. Then this last one, trust. Trust that you will be able to speak smoothly, clearly, and confidently. And yet you'll be able to confidently articulate your thoughts so that people will see you as a competent professional. So you have to believe or trust that you can say what you want to say as long as you do these things. So this one is important because if you don't believe that you can do it, if you say, okay, I already knew this stuff, this isn't going to work, but I guarantee you, just because you know about breathing or you know about self-talk, if you haven't been practicing it and actively and proactively doing it in the situations, then just because you know it, it doesn't mean that you've been able to implement it, right? It doesn't mean that it's helping you. There's lots of stuff that I know that I'm not doing, and so it's not helping me. Same thing with you, I bet. So you wanna trust, you want to believe this will actually work. and again, the science backs this up. Do all the research you want, and you're going to find that some of the things that we're talking about, they're out there, they've been scientifically proven, if you will, to work. But not only that, we've been using them with thousands and thousands of clients and tens of thousands of students and I've heard back from many of them and say, "Wow, This really helped me. I did this and I passed my interview. I did this and did a great presentation. It's only when we allow ourselves to get distracted and we don't remember to breathe, we don't remember to extend our words, we don't talk to ourselves in the moment. We just allow ourselves to just go into that automatic mode and do what we normally would do, right? But once you begin to talk to yourself, remind yourself over and over, not just once, over and over, this is okay. I can take my time. I can relax. I can do. Remind yourself to breathe. Extend those words. Extend those words. If you do these things, I can promise you that you will perform better than you would have if you didn't. Now, the other thing that you have to do, obviously, is that you have to expose yourself. Right? You have to get out there. Exposure therapy and expose yourself to higher pressure speaking situations so that you desensitize yourself. Right? You desensitize yourself. So. Let's just do a quick review. You want to breathe so that you relax and you have a clear mind. Practice the 777 or 777 diaphragmatic breathing. Practice those things on a regular basis, not just when you're in the meetings, but practice on a regular basis. Learn how to control your breathing. Learn how to relax yourself down. Second thing, extend your words to control your pacing, to control your flow, to get control over your speech right? So that you can speak smoothly, so that you can speak clearly, so it's not and so that you can speak confidently. Extend your words. The next thing is make sure that you are talking to yourself, you're affirming what you want to do. I don't have to rush. I can take my time. It doesn't matter who's here. I can take my time. I can slow down. I can relax. Whatever it is that you want to say that will encourage you and that will also control your behavior and your thinking as well as how you feel in that moment, okay? So self-talk affirmations. And finally, you have to trust that this can be and will be the case. Now, you and I build trust in ourselves. We build trust, belief, confidence, all coming from similar Latin, Greek roots, right? you can build trust in yourself when you see evidence that you've been able to do something that you are doing what you say you want to do so the more you get out and you practice these things you want to look for evidence that it's working which means you need to screen in the successes and screen out the failures right some people do the opposite they just look and say oh well I had a five-minute conversation, and four of the minutes didn't go very well. But one of the minutes did. One of the minutes did. So you want to look at that one minute and go, wow, okay, let me see if I can expand this to a minute and a half, to two minutes. Screen in your successes. Forget about the failures. You're focused on progress, not perfection. You're focused on the individual steps, not the destination, right? What steps do I need to take to get there? I can't just jump over there. I have to take some steps. Focus on the progress, focus on the steps. Set your expectations to one. That means don't try to get in there and say, okay, man, I'm going to eliminate this, I'm going to reduce this. No, just say, you know what, if I can just improve just a little bit, just a little bit, if I can feel a little more confident, a little more relaxed, if I can slow down just a little bit, right, then that's all I need to get some traction, to build some momentum, to stay encouraged, so that I can continue to work on this is simply the way our brains work, right? You got to fire and wire in these new habits, these new ways that we're talking about today. You got to fire them and wire them and this takes repetition, it takes effort, it takes a little bit of time. It doesn't have to take that long. Some things you can do instantly and immediately, but you have to do it. So, set your expectations to one. Just look for small incremental changes. Focus on the individual steps, not the destination. Focus on making progress. You're going to have your dips, your bumps, sometimes you're going to have reversals, but that's the way it works, right? Focus on progress not being perfect. Keep those things in mind because it'll save you. If you set unrealistic expectations, you'll get discouraged, you'll slide back, you'll quit if you focus on the destination and not the steps to get there, you'll get frustrated. You'll miss the little things that you need to do. If you focus on perfection, then you will miss out on the little bits of progress and successes that you have. You say, oh no, this isn't this isn't what I want. This isn't what I expect. I was expecting to be able to do this. Well, you gotta look at what you did do, how far you have come, a little bit of progress that you did make, that will build momentum okay so I hope that this is helpful for you one of the things that you'll be able to do when you do these things is when you go out you will be able to handle yourself in a way that other people don't or can't right you'll be able to go into any conversation any meeting any update whether it's on Zoom or Microsoft meetings whatever and you'll be able to smoothly clearly and confidently articulate your thoughts no matter how you feel it's very natural for us to feel a little anxious feel nervous or feel a lot anxious and nervous that can be very natural but it doesn't mean that you can't still perform competently right that you can't still perform well because you can and if you do these things especially the breathing and the extending and the self-talk right then what you'll find is doesn't matter how you feel You'll begin to relax yourself down. You'll be able to control your pacing and flow. You'll be able to keep your thoughts and your mind clear because you're aware, you're more present, you're aware of what you're thinking, you're controlling what you're thinking through your self-talk affirmation. You're controlling your pacing by extending your words. You're keeping yourself oxygenated by Breathing, right? You're keeping your brain clear, your prefrontal cortex, that thinking brain that you need to access information. You're allowing that to do its work because you've calmed yourself down. Okay, so thank you so much for watching this video. Be sure that you read the email and click the links in or around this video to take advantage of the special offers that we have going on right now. Thank you so much, and I will see you soon.